to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We like to call it a freak flag. Feel good. Fake it till you make it. Ric Flair. Woo! 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We got the full Monty and we got a damn good show playing for you. Wimby's making his debut tonight. We're all going to be watching. We'll talk about that. And also, I believe we have a little resolution to the Wimby Britney Spears Vegas controversy. Well done, Spurs. Well done. You uh, dominate the sports world, and you didn't even try to. How about that? Unintentional celebrity happening for the San Antonio Spurs. We'll get into that. Also, a lot of Texas football discussion. Uh, there's an insider report out from man Chip Brown. We'll get into some of those details. Also, uh, Texas, we'll get into that quarterback room. Once again, getting a lot of praise nationally in terms of the ranking of that quarterback room. Uh, also, rankings of Big 12 coaches. We'll see where Sark ranks among those. And Texas did hire a new defensive assistant. We haven't gotten to that. A little underrated story, but I think it is an important one. And there's a, uh, a, a more NIL data out there uh, that has been released, more uh, recent NIL data about Texas. So we'll talk about that, too. So we get into that. Also, uh, we'll discuss a little bit of college football overall. The uh, the Aggies are, uh, once again, in the news. We'll get to that. And also, uh, there's a suspension in the college football world that we got to get to. Before we do that, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Hards. What's going on, brother? What it do, what it do. I love the freak flag. Fake it till you make it. 5-1-2 Friday. I love that right there. I, I can't wait to get this thing going. I'm excited to talk a little bit about this Texas basketball, I mean Texas football team. Obviously, Big Wimby hey. making noise all over the Come place. Come on now. But did y'all see that spear? We'll get into it in a second. But did you see the spear put Welcome Summer League on? It made it a big basketball. I was, it was amazing. That is unbelievable. That spear is causing problems. No, it's causing like traffic, uh, like back, backed up traffic because people are staring at it while they're driving in wrecks because yeah. they're running into people. Unbelievable. So I got to go. No, it is like it's becoming like one of those kind of random wonders of the world <laughs> exactly. where you got to go see this dance. It's the biggest spear in the world. I, I can't it's wait. It's the biggest spear in the world. And what is it, $2.3 billion or $3.2 yeah. billion? Oh, no. dollars it's it a great made? venue. I, mean, I think I've seen a concert in that thing. It's oh, okay. so I'm curious where the inside's going to be. That's what I'm saying. Because like, if the yeah. outside looks so good, you're like, the inside just looks like Hemisphere Arena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Looking like uh, the Astrodome. You just walk in and you're like, hey, hey we're just here. Hey, man. Hey, man. Don't be disrespecting Astrodome. It's the it was wonder of the exactly. world. At one point, it was one of the wonders of the world. It yeah. is. It was the now, wonder of the world. Now it just stank. It actually, you can smell it. There it is. You can smell yeah. the Astrodome yeah. when you're around it. It's oh, bad. And that's it can, so bad. It's right next to uh, NRG. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. You they can't. have like some historical landmark, so they have, but they won't improve it or upgrade it. They so break just, it all down for you. It's that one house in the that holdout house in a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, hell no, nah, we ain't selling. And it's like, <laughs> all the houses around you are really nice. Would you sell or upgrade? Like, nah, we're nope. good. My mama grew up here. We ain't moving nowhere. My grand, this a family house. We staying in this thing. My mama didn't have plumbing. I don't have plumbing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame uh, Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you. 
the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babel. I appreciate the intro as always. That's not a waste any time introducing uh, the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we're pretty damn sure that he's underpaid. It's Patrick Davis, y'all. What's going on, Patrick? How are you, brother? Oh, Friday. We're ready to go. Uh, you excited about this Wimby stuff? We do have video proof now. We, we, did. we have video. I, I'm excited to see Wimby Yama in a Spurs jersey today. I'm excited to see uh, Serge Barry Rice in a Spurs jersey today. That's right. That's oh, right. right. I'm he's excited. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of players. I was watching Timmy Allen play yesterday in the Memphis game. I recorded that one so I could watch that one as well. And uh, he put in some good minutes yesterday. So I'll enjoy watching all the Texas players when they get into the summer league. It's a fun place to see them and see if they're going to make a roster. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, and, and somebody, I don't know why I was even paying attention. They were they were talking about summer, examining summer league, like literally talking about the teams. And they said the Spurs might win the summer league title. Well, yeah, right. but that's that's not that surprising. You have the number one pick, plus you also have a bunch of guys on this team who played for the Spurs last year. Yeah, and they're really yeah, exactly. So unless you start sitting guys like Champagne and guys like that who played decent minutes for an NBA team last year, they're just kind of a long way ahead of all these other players who have only played either college ball or yeah. a G League. Hey, and so they just they're they're at a different level right it's now. Good bet though. Some people some people bet. Like summer league, it exactly. Is. I will I say, got a fr- I got a friend. I won't the, even say his name, but he, Spurs, we know who he he's is. Fantasy, on, it's fantasy <laughs> summer league stuff. The man. Spurs yeah. have won it before with Becky Hammond coaching it. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, this. But yeah. I think the main point of summer league is not necessarily to win. But Vegas summer league, it's good to win because you get to play more games. But I would not be surprised if Women Yama plays about ten minutes, fifteen minutes today. Oh, that's your over under. I, I, I wouldn't put him at a ton and of and minutes in this half? game. And if he plays a bunch, he's not playing in the next one. Uh, so oh. it's going to be one of those things where I just don't think they overuse him too much. But they may play him 30 minutes this, or 25 minutes in this game and then not, and then play, not him play him at all in the next one, or they may play him 15 in both. I, don't if know. I, if I saw I, Chad Holgram did the same thing the other day. He played yeah. two games and then he was off. Well, but that's also yeah, – Because he's that was, coming off an injury too. Yeah. It is, and that's also not Vegas. So there is a little bit more in Vegas summer league than there is at Salt Lake City or in California. Those ones are the prime like – like guys don't necessarily go to those ones. Yeah, there's some more they hold out of those. Um, I I hope they divide it up. I hope they don't play him a ton of minutes in this game. I hope they go ten to twelve, like yeah. you mentioned. So he can't play in two games. That's good for the economy. It's good for the yeah. summer leagues. Yeah. Good for everybody. Wimby is a you know a trending topic in the sports world. Not only sports world, not in the pop culture world as well. Thank you, Britney Spears. Yeah. Uh, can I just say this? <laughs> One of my takes about the Spurs and Wimby. Then we'll get into some Texas football here. I do. I, I think and this is not an insult to the Spurs at all, yep. um, but it's going to sound like one. It, it, it does show that they are ill-equipped or ill-prepared for celebrity as an organization, even though they they've won championships yeah. and they're a dynastic organization, all that kind of stuff, and they've had goats within the organization. You know, celebrity in the modern day era for the Spurs is, I think. It's just uncharted waters for them. It, I mean, they, they had a damn security guard who well, didn't know who Britney Spears was. Now she was speaking in a British accent. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't have recognized Yeah, I, I saw the pictures, too, of her, and I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't even know if I'd recognize that was Britney Spears if I'd looked. I was like, I probably wouldn't. I'd yeah. just be like, it's a white woman. Yeah. They're just white woman of Vegas. <laughs> it's all that is. Acting like they're somebody else. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. She, well, she didn't have an entourage with her. She had like four people. No, I think I she was like, with like her boyfriend or husband yeah, or whatever. It, and yeah. it wasn't a big entourage. So no, I would no. do, I, damn, I, she was with her boyfriend and her husband? 
She, she got it like that. <laughs> hey, it's Britney. It's Britney. That's right. That's right. right. For real. No, that, I love no. that story. Well, that is a fantastic story. Yeah, the story. Spurs celebrities are like George Strait and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not exactly the same guys who are running after you. I think Sam Jackson is one. Samuel Jackson's one, I think. Yeah. Is he really? I know he has been in the past been a Spurs fan. Man, I'm telling you, I cannot wait to see who's going to get Britney Spears at a either. I think it's going to be a Spurs game. But you say... Mavs. I well, I say, I say, I don't think the Spurs are going to be like, "Hey, come on down." Well, no, I crazy think, lady who tried tried to get our guy no, arrested. They don't control that anymore. Now that is a different <laughs> department. That and now you admit that the Spurs, like the office, where they get like, their social media department yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Oh man, they they, they definitely upgrade. They hired some new people. They're, they're thinking they on a different level now. They, they so are. I would not doubt. And Pop hates it, I'm sure. But Britney Spears got to be at one of them games. And then Wimby got to interact with her. But before or after the game, there'll be a photo. And then it's all squashed. Yeah. Beautiful and, thing. And the Coyote's going to make fun of it. And Maybe. the Coyote will make fun of it. Yes, we know this, the Coyote makes this fun of it. This is the new. Cele- hey, <laughs> this is the NBA. This is the pettiest league on the planet, man. <laughs> uh, this can only happen to the NBA. It's, yeah. it's like, what a great story. I'm happy for Wimby. I'm happy for the Spurs. Uh, I'm happy for Britney, too. You know what I mean? Uh, She's back in the news. She is back in the news. Yeah, and this time it was, well, you know, have y'all been paying attention to her much at all? Not since, like, the conservatorship uh, issue with her father. I think that was the last time I was Googling Britney Spears yeah, about I'm, stuff. I'm aware that some people have told me to check out her Instagram. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, what's she doing there? She get butt naked? Yeah. Does she really? Yeah. She's, I was joking. No. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, what? She is she's, Hold on, hold on. She's, she's doing been, it on Instagram? She's, she's been wilding. She, like, she censors it, but she's Britney. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, if you really want to get down, girl, OnlyFans, you can make millions. Yeah, what she's are you missing doing? out on that. You wasting that? She's missing out on, on that. On Zuckerberg and the gram? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, no, Zuckerberg now and the, uh, she could go to Threads. She could no, go to Threads. No, man. You talking, about, <laughs> talking, about, talking about trying to monetize oh, yeah. she definitely that needs sex to monetize. appeal. There are a lot of dudes my age who will be sitting around like, oh, Brittany, friends got, she, Brittany Spears got OnlyFans? Man, damn it. Let me yeah. go ahead and get one of these accounts. Let me see what he's talking about. Come on, Britney. That's why Cardi B was sitting there saying, I'm dancing in my house like I'm Britney Spears. Right? That's why. Because those are those videos that she has on Instagram. Oh. No, they're now. This is happening now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She needs to go to She's OnlyFans. She's wilding. Just go real. to OnlyFans, girl. She does. If you get paid, get paid to be. Carmen Electra's over there. Yeah, that, to me, yeah. that, if, you, if you said she was doing that, and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, she's just smart. Yeah. She's getting paid. No. Now she is crazy. Yeah. Because she, <laughs> she doing, it, doing for it for free. free. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> she's doing it for free. You're doing it for free. Oh, girl, you're going to get paid to do that these days. Did, you, did nobody tell you? Yeah. What's, what uh, decade you living in? <laughs> Come on. You ain't even got to be that hot to get money hey, on most OnlyFans. Most of the time, the husbands are like, hey, girl. Get on, there. get on there. Dude, if my wife said she wanted to put on a mask <laughs> and do OnlyFans, I honestly, I'd be all about it. I'd be honestly, I, 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 but what? We'll be, you we'll wouldn't know it was her. You wouldn't know it was her. That's right. She's going to make a little change on the side. And it's going to be more intriguing because she got a mask on. People are going to be exactly. like, who is that? little freak. Who is that? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I got to cover, intrigued I'll cover up my tattoos. It'll be good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyway, I have to. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, times are tough times these are days. Tough, yeah. man. You know, a little side gig. Hey, nobody. A little side gig. But the only thing. How you, what are you doing your taxes? You pay taxes on that? You, you pay have taxes. to. You yeah. have to. Okay. So you got to pay pin- taxes on, on gambling. You got to pay tax. You're supposed well, to pay then, tax on selling a little Somebody said they download Najee right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. Now she's selling it. She's I'm saying that, that same yep. person would have been like, "Oh, yep. she got OnlyFans again." Yep. I'm on yep. it. Come on, Brittany. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if they like got an LLC already set up for the OnlyFans. They, they probably to. do. They have to. Good for them, man. Yeah. You know what? If you're something, smart, some, it's something to research, Brittany. That's all I'm saying, girl. I will right, we'll talk about that later.
like we didn't just cover it. <laughs> but there's like updates we didn't get into. Let's talk Texas. It's Friday. Let's talk Texas football a little bit. Uh, man, Chip Brown does a great job with his insider piece. So we had a, another insider piece over there today. And he's this little nugget I loved. I, I encourage you to go check it out. It's pretty expansive. It's lengthy, but it's good. Got a lot of nice nuggets up in there. Um, but Jalen Ford, we talked about Jalen Ford being the pick to be defensive player of the year in the mm-hmm. Big 12. Uh, the, the media picked him for the preseason award. And I, I, he, there's no doubt he was snubbed last year. Correct. Last season for the defensive player of the Correct. year. Award. And I know what I hate. Know what I hate. I do think him being snubbed is going to lead to somebody else being snubbed this year because he, he deserved it last year and they didn't give it to him. So now it's already kind of predetermined he's going to get it and there'll be some ball some dude balling out this year, mm-hmm. had a great season, and they're going to get snubbed. And it's always like hurt people, hurt people. Yep. It's like, you know, the snubbing. I like that. The, hurt the, people, hurt the people. The cycle of snubbing continues. Yeah. That's, that's, it's definitely going to happen. I don't think he's going to have the best defensive season in the Big 12 again. He'll, he'll be one of the best. But then there'll be some dude from K State or Iowa State who's just gonna get snubbed mm-hmm. because he got snubbed. Correct. It happened to. It happens all the time. It, it happened to Earl Thomas. I remember that. Yeah. Because Earl Thomas deserved the Thorpe Award that year, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, CBO, correct me, Eric Berry won it. It was Eric. Berry. And I think it was Eric Berry deserved it the year before, and they didn't give it to and him. They felt bad. We need to give bad. it to him. Yeah. yeah. So your guilt. Yeah, you know I mean, shamed your, you your into me- this. <laughs> your media guilt, you and then you end up, yeah, that that cycle yeah. Right, ends up hurting everybody. Anyway, uh, but here's the the nugget from my man uh, Chip Brown. He found it was really good, and you and you know this happens a lot in, in Texas baseball. Maybe so did any other sport, Harge, because you've brought up multiple examples of it. But the recommendation of yes. someone connected, someone connected to the program as a lifetime Longhorn or. The friend of a lifetime Longhorn. Or they hear the story about a kid that they know that they've been seeing. It's like, my dream school is the University of Texas. And it's like, man, this dude is balling. How come Texas hasn't been on him? Ding, 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 ding. There it goes. Yeah, yeah, you've actually had multiple examples of that. And I I think actually some successful examples of it with Texas baseball where guys actually were recognized in Texas, pulled them up. Um, well, apparently, uh, one of the biggest endorsements that Oscar Giles got for because he was recruiting Jalen Ford, he, was, he wasn't recruiting Jalen Ford, I should right. say, but I believe he was uh, the first one that was uh, contacted about Jalen Ford because um, uh, Tim Beck and, J- and Oscar Giles were responsible for his commitment, and he was originally committed to Utah, uh, says here, and I can't mm-hmm. forget that he was committed to Utah, and then the uh, father actually of Alex Delatore. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the lifetime Longhorn was a fullback, and I think now he's in the coaching. He's he's definitely a high school coach, right? Yeah, now. Yeah, and his yeah. dad is DC at Denton Ryan, mm-hmm. and he basically told Oscar Giles, "Dude, you gotta gotta you gotta get this guy." Like I don't know what y'all yep. waiting on. This <laughs> dude was legit. He said, "Quote: I told him, um, why aren't you recruiting Jalen Ford? The kid is athletic, smart, and instinctive." Delatory said, um, and he didn't. How about this? Jalen Ford didn't even rank among the nation's top 650 prospects. Yep. Yeah. That and that's the that's going back to the conversation that we've been having about this organization, this uh, university. They have now started developing those types of players. Development, brother. and it's huge yeah. in the in the scouting eyes and watching all this talent that keeps coming in. And I keep using that word talent because it's always there. Now it's the conversation is going to be shifted, and I think that he is the perfect example of that that model. Mm-hmm. When you want to see a, the picture of development, Jalen Ford, Ford is that guy. That's how you got Anthony Hill. Yeah. 
They saw it. That's a big exactly. They saw it what happened. That's like, hey man, that dude. They couldn't but, avoid it. You saw what happened with yep. Demarvin and Overshaw. When he got moved down to the box, he okay. got developed. Yep. And so you start looking at these pieces, and if you're a linebacker, Anthony Hill, you're like, well, wait a minute. I want some of that love, too. Mm-hmm. Let me go down there and get some of that knowledge. That's great. And That's now here it is. Yeah. No, it's uh, you're right about that, too. As Anthony Hill. Um, and he's going to be used in a lot of different ways, too, just like Jalen Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no question he had to be impressed with that type of development. Yeah, and think about I forgot about DeMarvin and Overshawn, too. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, and now you can t- continue that draft pipeline because Jalen Ford should be the next one. Yep. Should have one every year. Yep. Uh, and that's what that's when you know that things are going well. That's how you know it. Uh, okay, he also points out that his basically his film study has been taken to the next level. He says his film study, taking notes in meetings, getting better mental reps in practice, eye control, seeing formations, knowing what the offense does out of those back set splits, getting his eyes on the right keys at the snap, and then reacting and transitioning his eyes appropriately through the down. A third source said that Ford is already looking at opponent film trying to prepare for the season and is bringing along younger linebackers like uh, Leona LaFau. I love it. Who's right now, he's also considered a really instinctive linebacker too. Yep. So there you go. I mean, it's – and they also point out here, since we're talking about defense, might as well continue talking about the linebacking core, uh, that Anthony Hill said he's going to be an immediate impact guy at Demo's old spot playing some weak side linebacker and then coming off the edge in obvious passing situations. The guy has been, as advertised, long, athletic, explosive, focused, driven. He is an absolute natural rushing the passer. Yeah. So. And we saw some of that, the, the little bit of film that we did get to see, and then the time that we saw him in the spring game. Spring game. Yeah. He looked effortless out there. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He, the one thing that impressed me the most, and you know, little things that a lot of people don't pay attention to, but I do, the way he was angling to go get the quarterback, but he also knew I couldn't hit the quarterback at such a young age, and he just kept rolling with it. When DeMarvian Overshawn was here, he was lighting up Casey Thompson on the goal line. Yeah, he he didn't care what kind of jersey you had on. My job was just to hit. <laughs> For a young player to come in and have that maturity to know, all right, I'm going to take the correct angle to let everybody know I'm in the right place, but I know not to hit our quarterback. So yeah. I was impressed by that. No, his game has definitely got some maturity to it, but I do think he – I've always said – Pass rushing is kind of a natural ability. You can get better at pass rushing based on your fundamentals and hand placement, BGO. You can improve all those things. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't get better. But I do think some guys just have it naturally. They just naturally know how to rush the passer with the body lean and uh, knowing how you know get low to the ground and their leverage. Some guys just understand it naturally. He is one of those guys. Demo was one of those guys. Yep. They waited way too long to put Demo on the edge. Uh, and when they did it, they, they I reaped the fruits of their labor. Uh, okay, let's get into uh, another. We'll get to some of those insider uh, details, too, but I thought that was really interesting about uh, Jalen Ford. And, yeah, Jalen Ford, I was just looking at some of the stats from last year. Mm-hmm. Talk about him being snubbed just really quickly. <laughs> it, it, that's how I know he's going to win it this year. I'm giving you my Black Shones prediction. And I, there's, it's very likely that somebody else is going to have a better season than him in the Big 12 this season. But it doesn't matter. They they they're going to give it to him as a basically a a, a reward for a lot, what he did last season or award for what he did last season. His how about this? This is a great stat from uh, my man John Bianco. Six straight games creating a turnover. 
He had six straight games creating a turnover. Six straight. <laughs> he was the only Power 5 player with four interceptions and three forced fumbles. Only FBS player with four interceptions and three forced fumbles and two recoveries. Only FBS linebacker with four interceptions, which tied the record for Derek Johnson, which you mentioned in the intro every day, mm-hmm. uh, for interceptions at Texas. Um, and the only player in the Big 12 to put up at least 100 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, four interceptions, three forced fumbles in a single season since 2000. Since 2000. Mm, mm, mm. He won Defensive Player of the Week award three times. And didn't get Defensive Player of the Season, which is, <laughs> which is the reason why I agree with you. I'm going to jump out there, too. Crazy. Uh, I'm going to believe in that situation as well He's because that dude – should have won it last year because of yeah. the stats that you just gave and the fact that he was three-time player of the week, defensive player of the week. What Nobody else was even close. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't make it didn't, sense. It didn't make. It didn't make any sense, man. They yeah. know they screwed up on that one. And I think. I hope it wasn't a conspiracy theory. They were just trying to, you know, give Texas the shaft before they went to the SEC as many times as they could. Uh, but that was disappointing for Taylor Ford. But good for us because he's got a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's mad. He's angry. Yeah, he's upset. Buddy. He's There's angry. a few of them that are over there angry. Yeah, there's a lot of guys with chips on their shoulder. Yep. That's a beautiful thing for Texas. Uh, okay, let's get to this uh, this ranking of the the quarterback room, and we've uh, seen this, you know, this um, I don't know, basically these lists. We've seen these rankings in, in a lot of different ways. This one actually is uh, from two four seven Sports, uh, the quarterback ranking here, and. Um, Interestingly enough, when you start looking at the uh, the Texas court, they rank the quarterback rooms. They rank basically different position groups around the country, and they rank Texas as the best quarterback room in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, man, to, to me, what that says, and by the way, you got to give Sark a lot of credit for that. Um, I mean, I, they have Ohio State as the best uh, uh, wide receiver room. I mean, yep. they ranked all different yep. groups. And this is the only position group where Texas is ranked as the best in the country. I think the wide receivers, though, a lot of people have them in the top three. Howard, you sent the list for pro football folks that had them number two mm-hmm. behind Ohio State. So that goes hand in hand, having a great quarterback room and then a great wide receiving room in Texas is top three for both in most people's rankings these days. Um, but Texas having you know the best quarterback room in the country and a lot of people's estimations is because what they saw from Malik Murphy in the spring game. And after seeing that, and then being able to keep Malik Murphy mm-hmm. and keep him from the transfer portal when the reports were he could have went to some other universities and started, top Power 5 universities, and been the starting quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think LSU's in the conversation. Yeah. Um, I think LSU should definitely be in the conversation. USC, USC of course, is there. Yep. But, I mean, it's Texas is right. There's no question they're right there. And it's because of the expectations for Quinn Ewers. If Quinn Ewers you know, regresses, then all these, all these rankings are out the window. Well, and you can also look at the fact, too, you talked about him being able to keep a Malik Murphy, what people got a chance to see. And, of course, you got the name Arch Manning that is there. So that helps that quarterback room and be able to to cultivate that. And when you look at Quinn Ewers, I mean, I know we're going to probably talk about it here in a little bit, but the mock drafts have him going as high as yeah, number eight. Get into it. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep, so there's, so it, it, there's a reason why people are saying, okay, this could work out. This is why I've, I've been so bullish, and I believe a lot of people are bullish. I was on radio in, San, in uh, Houston today, and he asked me, he was like, what do you think about our man Stan Norfleet? He, mm-hmm. I was on with him today. And he was saying, 
are you really believing in this? And I'm like, yeah. And he asked me why. And I said, the reason why everything that we've talked about and going to continue to talk about happens on the sideline. The talent has always been there. Mm -hmm. Everything that has been going through these transitions, you have all the five stars you can, your heart can desire. You got them. Get them. They're in, and they're they're not only do you have them, they're in skilled positions mm -hmm. that are going to make and break you. So we're having a quarterback who, by the way, guys, it's a contract year. It is a contract year for Quinn Ewers. Oh, yeah, it is. And what happens to most people when they are up for contracts? They go out there and stay focused. They work on the little things that they let slip away, and they dial themselves in because they know there's a payday at the end if they can come in and cook. And he's got the ingredients to cook. Mm -hmm. So I'm just waiting to see, and I'm believing in it, but like everything else, pause you got to pump your brakes until you see it on the field. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Slow down. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the, the mock draft that Harge is referring to from Jordan Reed, actually, from yet, earlier this week, mm -hmm. uh, he did a mock draft. And, yeah, he's got Quinn Ewers going to the Washington Commanders at number eight yep. overall. So there are a lot. It's not just burnt orange Kool-Aid uh, that people are drinking right now. A lot of people are on the bandwagon and thinking with all the weaponry, that Quinn Ewers will have around him. One of the best receiving cores in the country, a JT Sanders, probably his second best draftable tight end uh, in this draft class for tight ends this year. And, you know, you'll have an offensive line that's right. coming back with all its pieces from last season. And then you'll be infusing uh, guys with higher upside on that offensive line. Uh, so everything's there. Uh, and, yeah. so, and you got one of the best play callers in the game, too. No doubt. With Sark. So yeah, I see why there's hype, but, yeah, it's not just Texas hype. Yeah, that mock draft, I was surprised they had him at number eight overall. At number eight. I, and you, and I, you, I hadn't seen it. Even I'll admit, he, I, he, do, he does have first-round talent. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen enough to, to draft him at number eight. But Maybe they me, saw that picture. I think they're projecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they saw that quarterback room uh, picture. With the six-pack? <laughs> yeah. Well, then, well, where's Malik going to get drafted? Oh, Mal Malik got one more year. He got one more. Because of that. Yeah. Come on, man. That's wild. But, but you keep trying to – We people keep saying he look like a DN. We can't put him out there like Ed Tutal Jones. <laughs> I want him to play quarterback. <laughs> I want that young man to get a chance to Jeez. play some quarterback. I do think – um, the quarterback rooms around the country and, and NIL uh, fundraising are linked and connected mm -hmm. because of all the positions that end up you know, testing the free market via the transfer portal. No positions are paid more money than quarterbacks. I'd love to see a study done about that, but right. I think it's pretty obvious <laughs> that quarterbacks are getting the most money. So it's no shock that the reports say that Texas, and I saw this from, I think his name is Shannon Terry, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, it's you know yeah, oh, yeah I know on Shannon. three yeah on oh, three. Yeah, if you know him personally yeah, he, you know everything he owns right. it <laughs> he owns on three oh does he really? yeah I, he's I, one of the guys oh, that really that. started it yeah uh, okay I didn't know that yeah yeah uh, well there you go even more credibility <laughs> exactly. to what the man says uh, he actually uh, said and this is a tweet from a couple of weeks ago uh, not actually it wasn't that long ago it was actually like a couple of days ago he says that Texas uh, no collectives are more aggressive than Texas right now. Right, he that's those are that's for his tweet. You can go check out his Twitter, Shannon Terry. Go look it up. Yeah, um, he says that nobody's more aggressive right now uh, than Texas. Here's the the the, the, the tweet, um, and it's at Shannon at Shannon Terry. Yeah. Uh, no, no collectives are more aggressive during this recruiting cycle than the Texas Longhorns. This is 100 uh, percent the right move. So yeah, 
He's saying right now, and we got a, uh, uh, my man CB, shout out to CB. He sent us this uh, report from our good friends over at KXAN who quoted a an excerpt from an Austin Business Journal article. Remember, I, uh, they had one earlier that I referenced, too, about NIL. So they're tracking it um, and doing a good job. Now, remember, they're limited information. It's not, they don't have exact, they don't have all the records. It's a sample size, pretty much. They go on here. Um, but they claim that Texas has earned at least $15.5 million um, in NIL deals right? Um, in the two years since it's been the law of the land. And, and they said with a limited amount of information. And that's a limit. Like I said, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's limited. Because that's why them taxes, I mean, that law passed quickly. On July 1st, they were like, nope, can't find out anything else. Yeah, a lot of privacy uh, yeah. laws now um, that restrict how much information you can have about it. But And then remember, Open Doors has stated that Texas is the based on their information, and they study the NIL, millions of different transactions, and all the different collectors, um, and they claim that Texas is the number one NIL school in the country. They are the yeah. NIL capital of college sports right now, but it's an arms race. So Yeah, you got to keep it going. It, yeah, it can't Aggies, be just one time. Yeah, the Aggies are right there. Oregon's right there. Tennessee's right there. There are yeah. a lot of schools right there that, you know, they, Miami uh, yeah. wants that claim too. USC spending big money. Um, but Texas right now uh, doing, doing really, really well when it comes to NIL. Yeah. All right, we come back. We'll get into the Wimby sweepstakes Woo! and Wimby mania uh, that's happening right now in Vegas, sweeping Vegas. That and the, uh, the spear. That and the spear. It's Wimby and the spear. The spear is part of Wimby. Uh, right. I wouldn't doubt Wimby's face ends up on the spear somehow. We'll get a Tonight, picture of that. Tonight. Uh, right. Uh, we'll talk about that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to the horn. Well, I'm staring at this empty page alone with a brand new pen. Well, I'm lonely and I'm sleepless and I'm worried about the shape that I'm in. Well, I found a little lover across the ocean with a dog who makes me smile. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idealionaire takes uh, certain songs and jams from uh, very talented people, very talented human beings that you have a chance to see live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Natchett Taylor, and he is going to be playing uh, tonight at Pooties. Where's Pooties? Pooties out on 71, I believe. Okay. All right. Pootie was, uh, was really Nelson's roadie for a long time, then opened up a club out. Do you spell it like Pootie Tang? Yeah, P-O-O-D-I-E. Oh, I think it's Pootie Tang is T. It's Pootie. It's okay. P, it's a D. It's a D. It's a D. D. Okay, all right. Yeah. Sorry, just checking out there. All right, there you go. Shout out. I like this song, though. What's the name of the song? The name of the song is What's Going On Today. What's Going On Today? All right, nice jam. Uh, thanks, my man, Patrick. Always keeping us on our toes, and you can look really cool in front of all your friends like you know where all the talented folks are playing in the uh, in the ATX. All you got to do is listen on a 512 Friday. 512-337-3776. That is the number to the Specs text line. You can always hit us up there. Uh, we're going to talk about Wimby and the Wimby effect. So we do have video evidence of what went down between Britney Spears the security detail for Wimby and then Wimby because Wimby actually now looking at the video, what he described, how he described it because he said he did not look back. He did not look back. 
He didn't turn around at all. So the video just shows Brittany, or it shows a blonde woman, we assume is Brittany, of course, um, and speaking in a British accent, says a witness. <laughs> and she did uh, try to tap him or, you know, reach out for him. And I don't even know if she made contact. He, I guess he, she did because he said she did. But it went from the video, she barely made contact because the, the yeah. bodyguard's hand comes up to block her hand. And then it, he actually, with so much, I don't say so much force, with, with enough force that he knocks her hand back into her face. And then she ends up hitting herself. Yeah. This is basically what ended up happening. That's the uh, kind of the official official is that, yeah, he his force, you know, it did force her, you know, hand to hit herself. Mm-hmm. So I guess you want to say that he, he was maybe a little too aggressive with the way he waved off the hand. I don't know. Did this make the bodyguard or the bodyguard, the, the security detail look better or worse in your opinion? I think it's better. And I think it was um – you know, unfortunately, she did get hit, but she did get it, hit. it was nothing that he did intentionally. It wasn't like he drew back to give her this, uh, I guess, British slap to the face. I don't think she yeah, got she that. You know what I'm saying? She didn't get the British backhand. It was, hey, get your hand down. And he just kind of swiped at her hand and then just accidentally went too far. I mean, that's what it is. I don't think he intentionally said, I'm about to hit her in the face. Yeah, no charges will be filed, so yeah. the authorities agreed. The um, Aria Metro police agreed uh, that was the case, that it was just kind of an unfortunate mm-hmm. situation overall that Brittany no ended up you know, kind of hitting herself in the face with her hand. So I, I don't know where we go from here because there's no charges, so it's all good. I'm hoping that the Spurs, Patrick, will see this opportunity as a marketing opportunity. And invite Brittany to one of the home games for the Spurs so that her she can watch Wimby. Because she really is a fan. She's a fan. She's you a know. big fan of Wimby she's now. Fan of now Wimby. Brittany's a fan, man. She better she, be. Dude, she was I saying, don't know if she's a fan anymore. She was saying. <laughs> oh, what about the personal apology? Remember she said she, she wanted She needs that? a personal apology from the Spurs, from Wimby, and from the security guard. She'd prefer to have him fired and his family, entire family de- uh, deported. <laughs> no. She wants to make sure that the Spurs now have forfeited all playoff games the next seven years. Come on now. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, but still, because um, now obviously no le- legal situation here, yeah. of course. So uh, I guess now you would have to worry about, you know, maybe the, her her suing or her people suing. Yeah, I, I think I, when she she can when she relays or communicates to them there will be no lawsuit yeah um you know i mean just so you know they'll when they can get that in writing or something like that i think the spurs would reach out and then they would publicly apologize because then they wouldn't have to worry about any liability yeah no i think yeah i think that there will probably be a discussion between her people her, her people and their people yeah. and then if everything becomes copacetic exactly then they'll be like yeah come on down for a game and she'll be like where's san antonio <laughs> like, she's touring. She has no. to have touring in San Antonio in her prime. Yeah, but if you're too, you don't know where it is. Uh, you, you, you get on a bus uh, and you go. Point. That's a good. That's, and they that's say, just remember, you say San Antonio. Yeah, that's true. We love you, San Antonio. We were there last night. <laughs> that's a good one. No, there are there are, there are a bunch yeah. of those. You're right, there are yeah. a bunch of those. Get away. Like we're in Philadelphia. I was like, oh no, it's, it's actually Arizona. Here in Dallas. <laughs> um, okay, so now you don't have to worry about obviously Wimby being distracted for his debut. Because it looks like we have some resolution to the situation. Did we ever find out about the... Nobody ever asked about the British accent. 
Am I the only one? Are we the only no, ones? We're, that no, we're going to no, find everybody, out. I think everybody wants to know, but everyone's like, we can't. We don't want to pile on here. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I need TMZ to get to the bottom of that now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was laughing at TMZ putting articles out that were like, it was a t- it was a tap, not a grab. And you're like, guys, <laughs> calm down. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He said it was a grab, but there could be. I heard uh, Zay talking about it. This is. I mean, he speaks multiple languages. You know, it, it could be something lost in translation. Definition yeah. of touch, grab, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. And and in his world, what he thought had happened was somebody came up behind him, touched him on the back, where there was a touch or grab, and he kept walking. And then hours later, they're like, by the way. Welcome to America. Yeah. Things are weird here. So <laughs> you're about to get blamed for some so, stuff that so, uh, so all the questions will not be about basketball tomorrow. Just to no. let you know. Oh, oh yeah. Because well, he did speak to the media and he, yes. he had And the first well. question was yeah. about Britney Spears. Yes, he was. So he's like so they had to tell him or otherwise he'd be like, What? I can't wait to see what yeah. pop somebody asked Pop about it. Somebody's gonna ask Pop about it when they get it. Yeah, and he will it. not answer. He's gonna, he, I just can't wait to see his reaction. Yeah. Because he's already, he already knows it's gonna happen. His reaction is gonna be gold <laughs> uh, when somebody asks him about Britney Spears. And you know what? I hope Pop's in a, one of those moods where he's jovial and in a good mood because he'll make a good joke about it or something like that. Or like yeah. that he's a fan of Britney Spears, you know, and try to go through like uh, some of her discography, if you will. Um, okay, so we don't have to worry about him being distracted from the Britney Spears. I will say this though about the Spurs. I think now they're going to learn how to have a celebrity on the team, and not that Tim Duncan was a goat, wasn't a goat, and Manu is a, a great player, Hall of Famer, and they're they're a dynasty, one of the greatest franchises in the history of sports, not just the NBA. But yep. you could argue from the cult because of the culture of the team and the community that they haven't had like a, a true celebrity yet, because Tim Duncan didn't want to be that. Right, and he's, that's the furthest yeah, no. thing from his mind. He's like, no, hell no, I don't want, I don't want any type of celebrity. He didn't embrace that, and Tony Parker embraced it a little bit, but Tony Parker wasn't, you know, he wasn't the key to the dynasty. Well, he's he also not seven feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a big difference of a six three guy walking through a restaurant, and you go, I wonder who that is, and a seven foot four guy. Where you go, oh, a basketball player. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was he was married to Eva Longoria or whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is I so think he, more people would recognize her. That was the story of when they first yeah. got to dinner and people kept coming up for her autograph and he kept trying to give them autographs because yeah. he didn't understand that he wasn't <laughs> the most famous person. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably the closest they come to, like, the celebrity because most of their stars just don't embrace the celebrity culture. And I think Victor's going to embrace it. And he should, because he's going to be potentially the face of the league. He is the face, whether he wants to be or not. So, I, And yeah. he's got the personality. He That's does. the biggest thing for me. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hey, I'm digging this kid being number one. People are already criticizing him because they're like, oh, is he going to be able to be healthy enough? Is he going to do this? He gonna... I'm not worried about that. His personality is enough that those people – that uh, are the marketing directors for the San Antonio Spurs mm-hmm. are like cha-ching because he's a good-looking dude. He can speak multiple languages, and he is now the number one overall pick that can go out and meet people and and, and like Patrick and have security with him. Well, yeah, and that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. But like Patrick said, you notice him instantly. Yeah, yeah. Brittany was like, "Oh, there he is. He's sitting down She's, taller than you." Brittany basically was like, "I saw. I've seen him like three times in my life, and that's him. There he goes yeah. again. It's easy to spot exactly. him once yeah. you see him once. You're like, boom, I got him. I like, know who he is. That's Wimby. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's it. Really is exciting for the San Antonio Spurs, but also for the summer league because we talked about the prices. Uh, the top price for summer league <laughs> uh, tickets to get into Wimby's debut at the Thomas and Max Center, six hundred seventeen dollars. Six seventeen. That's the max ticket. One hundred eighty-six uh, are the average ticket price yep. to get in there. 
$186. That's crazy for a summer league game, but yeah. it just shows you the uh, celebrity. Uh, and he so, is definitely that now. Yeah, no doubt. No, I, I brought this up yesterday. His, If you go look at his um, basic trading cards, I'm not into it. I should ask Jeff Howe about this because Jeff Howe might actually try to find you one. His Metropolitan 92 rookie card, which is basically the rookie card which has his France, his last team uh, that he was on in France on there. On eBay, one listing had a redemption gold-based autograph card priced at $23,000. Mm, mm, mm. I need one of those. I don't even know what that means, but I want one. I need, I need a couple of them. They say his card sales have skyrocketed the last 30 days. Um, at first, it was kind of moderately low. The increase in sale quota um, has basically taken the growth in the cost of the average Winbinyama card to $89. That's the average now. Yep. Prices, they say, do range from $0.99 cents to 11000 do you think that people are people are trying to buy a bunch of them up because they're going to go to summer league and they want to get an autograph and they want to get it on a card and not? Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. So you're like, all right, he's he's here now. Let's go get his card, and then it just so happens that you know. But don't get slapped in the t- face. Yeah. Don't get slapped in the face. <laughs> but you're right. That's a great Wait point. Wait your turn. Yeah, you're right. And did they they do sign for kids yeah, and yeah. stuff. They'll, there. they'll do that. Yeah, it was yeah. when they're going to dinner and walking away from you at a, a brisk pace. Not the time. Not the time. Yeah. yeah. Wrong time. Not not during but that time. I still think she just handled it wrong. Like you you're Britney Spears. You didn't have enough confidence yeah. and, and swagger as a celebrity because all you really had to do was cause she saw he was going to the same restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And send you got people? Send your people I, over there but I to think talk to his people. That I think the problem was she wanted to be like a rom com. And she taps him on the back, and he turns around. It's love at first sight. Oh. And then, you know, he thinks. <laughs> Wasn't there her husband or something there with him? I, she don't, and, her <laughs> and her boyfriend. It don't matter. That's right. No. Oh, man, that'd be great. That'd be, that'd be as tasty as the, uh, the Tom Brady, Kim Kardashian rumors we're hearing mm-hmm. about them on the beach at the white party and dancing at yeah. the white party. Oh, spending a lot of time together. Oh, man, yeah. Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. You see that right there? Somebody just sent right there. Wimby's one of one auto card, <clears throat> autograph card says the first ever with a signature Ooh. is worth over a hundred k. Wow! Yeah, I'd have sold that thing Man. immediately. Well, no, you can't. You got to hold on you to hold it. On oh. to yeah, because when he wins the MVP, yeah. and when he wins like his fifth oh, title in San bro. Antonio, and yeah, <laughs> you gonna be like that dude that sold his Apple stock? Yeah, we did it a little it, too it, soon. It, it, it way too soon, man. Yeah. Now, now it's for like three hundred billion yeah. dollars. I was yeah. going through stuff. It's like you bought hey. a washing machine. You, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gonna be like, check out my new car, and you bet you can drive it over to my mansion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that hundred G's. That's that story of like uh, Rocky is like that too. Sylvester Stallone. He was offered a ton of money, not a ton, but he was offered like like I think two hundred and fifty thousand dollars total to not play the leading role in his own movie because he wrote rocky right and he was like no nah, i'm turning it down he was broke at the time too he had sold his damn dog and everything and he he decided nope i'll take less money but give me the leading role brilliant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I do have a question but for you do don't you? always take them don't always take the payday up front man <laughs> very, play the long very, game yeah, play the long bet on game. yourself do you think we get to see a pump fake from Serge by rice tonight no yeah. Do we get to see it? Do we get the NBA get to see this the pump fake for the first the time? Is, does, it does it work? Does it work? Does it work? Does he get it? Does he get someone off his feet? And then we watch all the NBA players that are there do the freak out look like, did you see that? Okay. He's definitely say, yeah. doing it. It's definitely happening. He's definitely now, doing now, it. Now, will it work? That's the question. Because it's going to work. 
It's that's I don't know a how lot of young know. people. Like, are you in this? Is it a scouting? Is it in the scouting report now? Like, hey, by the, way, I feel like most of the scouting report is basically, like, hey, that that big French guy, <laughs> don't let him kill us <laughs> and get the ball to Brandon Miller because he had four points in the last game but, and Charlotte fans are already freaking out. But it, the pump fake is like his signature. It's one of his signature moves. It is. So every scouting report for Serge but, Rice will say this guy will try to get you with the pump fake and it's the best in the country. That will say it'll say he'll try and get you the pump fake and they'll do it once and they'll be flying by and they go that was the pump fake. <laughs> No. Oh, that really yeah, like yeah, a yeah. shot. Yeah. That is true. That's a good point. You're like that was it. Like yeah, that was it. That's why it's so good. Yeah. A lot of people fall for it, just like you did. Yeah. Oh man, I like that. All right. Yeah. His his pump fake, man. It's like it's like uh, that old line from Poison. It's a big button. Don't trust the don't big trust buttons, the big buttons. Don't you trust the big button. Don't trust every time. Don't trust the surgery bar pump fake, man. Don't trust. <laughs> it will don't get you too every time. Yeah. All right, we come back. We got the flex on the other side. Uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful on the horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a 5-1-2 Friday. That's when Patrick, the idillionaire, plays jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Radnar, and they're playing today tonight at Hotel Vegas. Radnar? Radnar, spelled okay. G-N-A-R. Radnar. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Uh, see, once again, I would love to know the, the genesis of the yeah, name. I have no idea. What the, the backstory is. There's a backstory to that somehow. Uh, all right. There you go, my man Patrick, hooking you up on a 512 Friday. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend, um, looking for somewhere to go uh, hang out, kick it, uh, enjoy some really good music by some really talented folks, some really cool venues, 512 Friday is for you. Uh, thanks to all those folks on the Specs Text Line, 512-337-3776. You can go check Check out Flex, FLXATX.com, FLXATX on all of your social media platforms. Uh, they're also coming up in a couple of weeks. You'll have your all Flex watch list uh, for the best football players in the Flex area. And that will be coming up a little bit later on this month, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but go to FLXATX.com. Uh, there are also all the replays from all the old Flex shows. You can get caught up with some of the best content about high school sports here in the area. All right, um, we're gonna come in. We're gonna get to some NFL. We haven't talked NFL in a couple of days, which is strange. Actually, there's no, there's been no NFL. Yeah, it has buzz been very, very quiet. dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something, some, something's gonna happen. That's crazy. Yeah, Roger Goodell does not like this. <laughs> no, the, the closest thing I could find was. Uh was uh, the Packers general manager basically saying that the Jets would be on hard knocks, even though it hasn't been announced. Right. That was that was the most salacious thing I could find. And you know what? That's a great point. And it's late. This is like this is one of the latest this times they've ever announced it. This yeah. is forced. Yeah, this nobody is wants to do it. Thing. Nobody but wants to do it. Everybody assumes the Jets are going to be compelled to do it because they can't force them to do it, but they don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do hard knocks. Well, I heard E. Hogan bring this up, and this is something that, as we continue to watch how the internet is taking over, teams are looking at it and saying, we can do our own hard knocks. That's very we true. Because a lot of teams did it last year. Uh, you can, I think it was on Amazon. Amazon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you had Arizona Cardinals behind the scenes when they were practicing and things like that. So yeah. other people are trying to find ways to have their uh, ways of making money instead of giving it to the NFL again. 
by having them on hard knocks. And I think ultimately the NFL gets their piece, but at yes. least if you do it with Apple or Amazon or one of those yeah, other it's all you. platforms, you the NFL gets their piece, but then you still get some too. The majority. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I think the NFL films is NFL films, and yep. you still got to use the NFL films for it. But that's a good point. About Unless you can go and get, uh, what's the name, if you can go and get uh, Omaha Productions with you could do it just, Peyton I mean, Manning. You could. I don't know the NFL's rules about right. allowing you know outside like I don't know media sources to come film. I don't know the rules. I'm sure How about they do the it. Netflix deal with Jerry Jones now? I mean, is that going to yeah. be through the NFL or is I, that going to be? Through I imagine Netflix? some of this footage is, but yeah. Jerry Jones is the. I mean, he's yeah, basically he the, the head. Football. He's <laughs> yeah. the head of the owners' association. That is not a real organization, but if there, if there was, if there was, he, he would, would be, be the head yeah. of it. Yeah. So I imagine the NFL don't want to mess with Jerry because Jerry will sue the NFL. He's done it before and won. Yeah. <laughs> they know Jerry's like, no, nah, we don't want to mess with Jerry. And Jerry, ultimately, he's just trying to make more money for the league. They know just what Jerry, Jerry may not be a great owner when it comes to you know winning championships, but when it comes to making money and marketing a brand, there ain't a better mind, honestly, maybe in American sports than Jerry Jones. Remember when the NFL <laughs> was strictly, I believe it was Coca-Cola or Sprite, and Jerry said, no, nah, we're selling Pepsi. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, Jerry's no, no. like, no, I got Pepsi. I'm we trying to make sell Pepsi. Yeah, I'm making, yeah. I'm making, no, what's best for the Dallas Cowboys is yeah. best for the league. Exactly. That's basically what he proved to the NFL. <laughs> no, whatever's best for the Cowboys is best for the league. Yeah, and for sure. honestly, I think that still kind of applies. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into some some NFL. We haven't talked a ton, so we'll talk some NFL on the other side um, and get into some of those news, notes, and nuggets. So stick around. Uh, we'll get into some Cowboys. The Cowboys may have found a diamond in the rough. And Kelly Moore giving a huge compliment to Dak Prescott. Come on now. And he is uh, he's, he's, he's basically referencing something I said might be Dak's X-Man ability. And he essentially is confirming it. We discussed mm-hmm. it before. We'll discuss it again. Hear that audio coming up next right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 Number 1.